Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. everybody and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z. It is the C's wrap up, the letter C's wrap up today. We're talking about the eight songs we have covered over these past weeks to recap and regale you with our great Billy Joel stories because we love talking and we love talking about Billy Joel. Isn't that right, Elon? That's correct. <laughs> I tried to carry the voiceover. Uh, yeah, and this is a this is a fun group to talk about. We had so much uh, variety in the seas, didn't we? We did have a lot of variety, and thank God we had, you know, at least eight songs to talk about because the next wrap up show is just gonna be stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, we have uh, uh, what's the song? Don't December- go changing. Yeah, <laughs> no, <my> son of a. <laughs> no, we only have two songs in the D's. We have December song and Don't Ask Me Why. So you're looking forward to those, and then and then a wrap up on both of those shows. <laughs> I don't care. I just like continuing the podcast and doing as many shows as humanly possible because I like to talk and I like talking to you about Billy Joel. Right, and there's always things that we don't bring up in the episodes or that we forgot to talk about or comments that you guys leave, and uh, the wrap-ups give us a chance to bring all that stuff up. Yeah, I mean, there's not one time where we've signed off and been like, oh, we should have mentioned that thing. But yeah, definitely love talking about the comments and everything. I'm just going to open up by saying that C'était Toi, (laughs) uh, as we started the Seas, is still my favorite, but... I also hate it. So since that song and since I've, you know, quote, rediscovered that song, I like it so much. I've been playing it on the piano, but the French part ruins it, just ruins it. In retrospect, after talking about it, it really is a detriment to the song. I can't listen to it, unfortunately, in the car or anywhere because the French thing is just bad. Yeah, well, now when you're playing it to yourself, what you could do is for the French lyrics, you could just translate them into Hebrew. You think that's better? Yeah, I think any other language. It could be anything, you know, Hindi, whatever it is. I translated it into Klingon for a period of time. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all I do is think about I got to remake this song. I got to get his permission and I got to just change the French part. You could probably just make an edit where you just at the point where that second verse in French would show up, you just replay the first verse. So it would still be like three minutes long, but it would be the first verse over and over. I was thinking about doing that. I was thinking about editing it and just playing it for myself or maybe, you know, putting it on the Spotify or something as a playlist. My edited version of also, you know, what I was thinking we could do is we could have cast Dylan. We can give him a call and say, you know, you should re-sing this it might bring you back into better, a better place with the fan base. Yeah, right. If he saves Cetetoi, we will all forgive him for Christmas in Fallujah. That's right. And again, I, I forgive him for Christmas in Fallujah, but I don't forgive. And again, you know, Elon, you, I went off on this guy for 20 minutes that we cut out of the Christmas in Fallujah <laughs> episode. I, he was like, yeah, I don't know. You really kind of go in on this guy. And I'm like, but, but that's the story. Castillon is the story. I mean, how there, how is there not a story about a guy? I'm still obsessed. 
This guy, Billy Joel, says, I don't want to sing and I'm going to get somebody to sing and I'm still obsessed. And then this guy doesn't cash in on it. And I'm still I'm still angry about that. There was that his manager is so stupid that he didn't have an album that came out immediately afterwards. It's driving me insane. Right. But and you're angry, like on his behalf, that this should have worked out better for him. And that, that's so it's noble in a way. You're not totally yeah. mad at the guy, just mad at the circumstances that no, happened. You, you can't be mad at the guy. He got this golden opportunity, he obviously had horrible management. I, again, would love to talk to him. I don't you know, I, I guess we'll blow it because about what I'm going to say. But uh, <laughs> just, I mean, he's not very good. <laughs> but, you know, when you're coming off singing after this and the circumstances it's he hasn't done a song in 10 20 years and then this guy has it and you gotta try i mean that we we would give him a pass if the album didn't work out but he didn't even you know when when we're sitting here we're struggling comics i think this is why it's bothering me so much all right we already did an entire show on it yeah i was like we got now we gotta edit out five more minutes of cast dylan bash no i'm really fascinated by this kid i i think no matter what we say, we have to try and get him on the show. I mean, don't you want more information? Of course. It would be great to have him on the show. And we'll just uh, we'll tell him that that Christmas in Fallujah episode was lost. Oh, so wait, while we're talking about Christmas in Fallujah, something that I thought about, which we didn't talk about in the episode, is the reason that Billy Joel had Cass Dillon sing it is because he wanted someone who was a soldier's age to sing the song. Right. But then why wouldn't Billy Joel just find a soldier? There are soldiers who can sing. Why not Jesus. have an actual veteran or an actual soldier? Oh, my God, you're so that would have been so much more powerful. There's plenty of I mean, there's the army has, you know, choruses and glee clubs. And, you know, they have the, you know, every time before the army Navy game, they always have the the Navy or army choir singing something. You know, they definitely you're right. Boy, that would have been something else. I think that would have made the song much bigger because then we would have all re- like really respected it. This guy was in Iraq and now he's singing for Billy Joel. Instead, it's just some guy who didn't go to war pretending to be a soldier in a song. Elon, you just told me I got to stop picking on Cass Dillon. And now you just did the ultimate diss on like he'll never do it now. <laughs> he's like, well, now they're just talking about my non-military service. I hate this show. Yeah. <laughs> By singing this song, this is a case of stolen valor. <laughs> you know, as a you know, he's a draft dodger. And the thing is, is that, a, no, I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be, it, it just picture him listening and like, Hey, we'd like you to be on the show. He's like, yeah, I'm going to check it out. No, 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 don't. But then he's listening. He's like draft dodger. <laughs> Come on and defend yourself. Are you flat footed? What's the deal? <laughs> uh, also, I would think about the seas. It's funny that he can write multiple songs about televisions, but not his wives. Well, Christy Lee is about his wife. Yeah, and it's a crappy song, and the songs about television are uh, like it's just like he, he has so many references about TVs, but he can't seem to write a hit regarding his wife. Yeah, he's like Homer Simpson. Him and the TV have a much closer relationship than him and his wife. Uh, TV respects me; it laughs with me, not at me. It's very clear that he has as many songs about a television or the television remote as he does about his wife, wives. Yeah, I mean, these songs spanned, uh, let's see, how many wives were in here? He had, uh, Christy Lee was, uh, let's say that, so that's wife number two. Captain Jack was written while he had wife number one. Christmas in Fallujah was during his wife number three phase. Ooh, that's right. So, a little You're bit right. of each. Yeah. And, you know, again, listening to Christmas in Fallujah, when, when I was listening back to the podcast, I was like, I actually like the song now. I, I, don't, I don't like the Castillan, but I like the Billy Joel version, the Australian one. 
when he's singing, when Billy Joel's singing it. But I like this. I like the song a little. I like it a little bit more. It's a little anthemy and, and a little epic more. I, I I don't hate it as much as I used to. That's as long good. as I don't listen to the message, it's too sad. But uh, I mean, it's lovely. But you know, I just I like the music. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's uh, musically just like I mean, same with Setsay Toi. The, the issues with the song weren't the music. The issues were lyrical. Excellent point. You see, I have my hands up in the air. Look, I'm gonna rank. I'm gonna rank the C's right now. Okay. Okay. This is the way I was going. Are you ready for this? Because it's, it's going to be a little controversial. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go say Tetois for, for sure. Number one, there's no way there's anything else. I mean, this was tough because there's, there was no way that anything else was above that. And then everything else is just like, I guess, you know, I'll put them in this order. That's how bad the seas were for me. Wow. Because then my next one is cross to bear. Unreleased that's, demo. Yeah, that's how much I don't care for any of the seas. Elon we're in big trouble. We came up with a podcast that doesn't have any hits until we reach the letter I. I, I think everybody's going to start. Uh, we, we have nothing to offer. until Wait, what, what, what song is an I? I think what is it, it's still rock and roll to me. And that's what you think is the first hit that we're going to hit. I get <laughs> big shot. You know, I know but, it, but yeah. And now we're in this dead zone kind of in captain jack yeah 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 they're the classics but i'm saying i'm but i'm saying after all this with mean, the d i mean we have don't ask me why and that's okay but i'm saying until we get to like a real biggie like an yeah. allentown we really gotta wait till the eyes <laughs> you know just looking ahead i'm just like but stick with us folks please please stick with us you, <laughs> well, you know what's coming oh who are we kidding we enjoy talking about the crappy ones too or, or the, the the middle ones so, but, some listeners are like i'll come back when they get to zanzibar so i'll yeah, see you guys yeah, in a year yeah. and a half uh, good Literally. luck with the podcast oh it's still a lot of fun though so anyway i go so i did across the bear then christmas in fallujah it's third then captain jack which again just uh on, on a problem with captain jack is the overplaying and you know the verses aren't that great for me but that chorus when it builds it's fantastic then Christy Lee, but probably the the demo version more so than the actual thing. Then Code of Silence, then Careless Talk, and close to the borderline being dead last. Uh, however, if the close to the borderline demo one was the actual version, it would probably be number one for me or underneath Satetois. Okay, so it'd be number one if it was the Elton John version, basically. Exactly. Uh, this is crazy. Your eight songs are ranked every single one in a completely different place than mine. I figured. But every single, not even like, oh, number four was the same. We crossed paths in the middle there. Well, then I'm dying to hear your list. Okay, so number one for me is Captain Jack. Huh? No, I'm it's, just kidding. Of it's that, no, that's, that's the on. logical choice. I mean, if you're doing a Billy, a normal Billy Joel podcast by a normal human being, Captain Jack should obviously be first without a doubt, but I am not normal. Well, look, I mean, a lot of people have said every, a lot of people have made this comment that Sete uh, Trois could not exist without Captain Jack. Shut up. People are always <laughs> talking about those two songs together. The Wait, two for real? Are you making that up? It's obviously not true. It is okay. <laughs> I was like, that's the stupidest comment I've ever heard in my life. Go on. What's after Captain Jack, which is which is smart and obvious and the right way to place it. Yeah, well, uh, you're going to agree with my second song also. Second is Close to the Borderline. I I don't. You really, you like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. I hate it. It's complicated. There's a lot. There's things that aren't don't make it perfect. It's kind of like in a tie for second, but I put it slightly ahead of Careless Talk, 
which is also at the bottom of your list. Yeah. Because I, I really like careless talk. Yeah, no, not me. Then I get to Cete Toi. So it's in my top four. I, okay. I do enjoy it. Then Code of Silence. Oh. Ugh. Then Cross to Bear. Oh, then so Christy you... Lee. Because I'm thinking oh. of the studio version. Right, right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. And at the bottom is Christmas and Fallujah. Wow. The bottom is Christmas and Fallujah. Yeah. How do you like that? I just don't support our troops, I guess. No, that's not it. It's just, I, I don't know. I started getting into Christmas and Fallujah more like with that. Ba-na-na-na, ba-na-na-na. Cause I, you know, I like, it's more like a, you know, like a, like a Bon Jovi song, <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know. There's an epicness about it that I, I know I've said that before, but I just, I have liked that little. Yeah, no, you're right. It builds up. and has like a real, like uh, yeah. epic, um, real scary but kind of feel list, in the background. Elon is probably the correct list for a fan of billy joel my list isn't an insane person's list an insane person who probably knows nothing about music yeah yours is the john peel billy joel list right right (laughs) it's the worst show i've ever seen and how about those elite new yorkers those long islanders who come in with their credit cards trying to buy their way in with their gold cards Meanwhile, uh, I still can't get enough of John Benjamin's Captain Jack song. I can't stop. Sometimes I'll just be in the car by myself. Captain Jack! (laughs) It's so loud. It still makes me laugh. Uh, Folks, we're trying to get the guy who put that all together. Tom Sharpling should be on the podcast as a guest very shortly. Uh, He's got a new book coming out, so we're going to talk to him. That's going to happen. We're also having our uh, D's wrap-up guest, will be Julian Villard, who is a a great keyboardist and whose album is called Don't Make Me Play Piano Man (laughs) or something, something (laughs) like that. And then like he has a follow up called Make Me, you know, Play Piano Man. (laughs) You know, so he's got two albums like that where he's very much compared to Billy Joel. He writes his own stuff and um, I think you'll really like him and he does. He's given us a lot of uh, stuff to use for the podcast, which will be terrific. So we'll talk to him next. Obviously we had Sarah Silverman on, which was a big honor and joy. And that was fun. And learning about that Saturday night live stuff was really interesting. Oh, yeah, that story about how her sketch got cut and the way Mike Myers was really a dick to her when he was like, it's not on the board, Sarah. It's not going to be on the show. Yeah, really interesting story that I don't remember hearing. And if she did tell me, I guess I just forgot. And boy, what dicks we are for bringing it up. I guess it's probably like the one of the worst days of her life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But what a great story. So that was really interesting. And again, that day that meant so much for me on that show was the exact opposite for her. Yeah. It's funny how two the same event, two people's perspectives and uh, you loved it. Cause Billy Joel was there. She's crushed because her first sketch gets cut, but yeah, it made and- the night memorable for both of you. You both remembered that particular episode. Yeah. It's funny though. If you think if she was like us and I would be even more devastated that my sketch got cut in front of Billy Joel, like that would be double jeopardy for us. Yeah, like after after the show, you're like, Did, was he watching? Did he watch my sketch? Right. And she was like, wait, Billy Joel was on that show? <laughs> I can't believe she didn't remember that. How dare she? You know, we made a huge mistake having her as a guest on that pod, on this podcast. <laughs> but how cool was it? We got her to sing two songs. She did the scenes from an Italian restaurant duet with you. And then right. she did some code of silence at the end. 
it was great it was great and she was such a good sport and she's such a joy so yeah that was awesome that was great that we had her on yeah absolutely and we're gonna keep trying to get these uh big name guests for you guys because we know uh, you like to hear it we like to talk to them yeah yeah we're trying actually folks i i think we could just mention it elon and i were together I, i've been trying to get cindy lopper on the podcast which i think might happen we were with her manager i've been friends with her for years uh the other night elon and i were performing told her to come down and talked about it and she's like all right i'll work it out relax so i'm trying to you know i said like look i was trying to explain to this kid elon how important Cindy Lauper is in the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> he said he'll only believe it if he can hear it from her mouth herself. <laughs> exactly. So what are the uh, the folks saying about the seas? Are they enjoying the seas or enjoying the podcast at all? Or are we in big trouble? No, no, people. The feedback has been absolutely fantastic. It's really great to hear from our listeners. And uh, we actually have like a backlog. We have some comments from the bees that we didn't get to. We have a lot of comments about the seas. So um, I'll go through some of the interesting things that people have said on our Instagram and on our Twitter. If we go back to Big Man on Mulberry Street, um, Dave's favorite song. Yes, is that necessary? But go on. We had mentioned in the episode that uh, Bruce Willis back in the 80s would have been a good actor to play Billy Joel. They had a similar look. And user BG suggested that it should have been Michael Keaton. And I think that's a good call. Oh, that would be amazing. My, Michael Keaton was my favorite, so I'm good with that. Anything he does is the best. I love him. Yeah, no, that would be great. I wish we could go back in time. And I guess he could do a current day. He could do a current Billy Joel if there was a biopic about his later life. Well, if he gained some weight. Is, I mean, I, I, you know, then we'd know he would be using it wouldn't be his voice. And sometimes in this day and age, people don't like that. You know, obviously you have to be a dubbed voice when he would sing. So I don't, you don't know. think Michael Keaton has pipes. No, or certainly right. not like Billy Joel's and the angelic voice that he has. I mean, that's almost impossible to get. They should really use Castillon. He's terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Oh, so then we were talking about uh, Big Shot. We wanted to figure out what accent is it when he says, no, 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 no. You had to be a big shot. So we did an Instagram poll. What accent do you guys think it is? And the uh, most popular answer was Italian. Well, duh. But we didn't know. It could is have been that anything. necessary to even bring up on the podcast? What do you mean we didn't know? Of course we know. I think, didn't even we play the the Italian guy on The Simpsons with the broken English? Or I know we talked about it. I mean, is that necessary to bring? Well, we know it's Italian. I thought we, we, were we don't know it's revelation. Italian. I said I thought it was like a, a Eastern European kind of thing. And some people said it might have been like the Count from Sesame Street. We know it's Italian. We know he was. I mean, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. He's trying to pretend that he's fully Italian and not Jewish. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> so on the song Bye Bye, Where's My Lady? User Greg Baff 86 said a song so inconsequential, it didn't even warrant a parody. And uh, you're correct, Greg. Uh, you've noticed something. Uh, we have decided not to do parodies on these demos and unreleased kind of songs. And so we're glad that you listened to the entire episode because otherwise you wouldn't have known that we didn't do a parody. So thank you for being a true listener. Yeah, and that's all my fault, too. I said, Elon, and I know Elon loves doing the parodies, and I know you guys like the parodies, and that makes us really happy, too. And look forward to them. And I was like, well, you know, why waste your time? He obviously puts a lot of work into him. Why waste your time on this unreleased song that nobody knows the melody to? You know, so it just it just seemed a little inconsequential as these unreleased songs are. Right. And we also didn't do one on Christmas in Fallujah, which technically was released, but it's not Billy Joel, and no one cares about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. right. 
Okay, so user Gira Sola Sola Gira said she is shocked that Dave Juskow has not listened to Cold Spring Harbor. Isn't and she funny? asked if he's dying of curiosity. Of I am absolutely dying of curiosity. It's a it's a problem because I, I was at these people's house last week in Jersey and they were playing on their uh, you know Alexa app uh, play, you know, play Billy Joel and they were playing I'm like oh no don't do that because I might hear a song that I don't want to hear yet now obviously we're going to hear the hits so it's not that big a deal but I am <laughs> so wrapped up into waiting until we get to these particular songs that maybe I'm not as familiar with as the the other ones that I can't even listen when I, I can't even listen to Billy Joel in the car anymore. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it yet. I don't want to hear it yet. You know? So yes, I am completely curious, but I can't wait. And I think Elon, you said the ease were the first one where we're going to get one from cold spring Harbor, right? Yeah. Everybody loves you now. So the really only soon. one I know from cold spring Harbor is she's got away, right? That's the only one I would know. Yeah. And I probably only know the, uh, my toys in the attic. Uh, right. No, sorry. <laughs> I probably only know the songs in the attic version, right? I probably don't know that she's got away from Cold Spring Harbor. Right. I don't think the original gets played much. I think people usually would play when it's on the radio. I think it would be the songs right. You'd the always attic. hear the applause at the end. So, yeah, I like that. So so I, I am dying of curiosity. Yes. And extremely excited to just go when it's coming up. But I do not want to sit and listen to the album because I feel like it'll ruin the podcast somehow. Actually, I feel the same way about the Christopher Bonanos list and not finding out the rankings of the songs ahead of time. Oh, right, right, right. Exactly. We, 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 yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So we, we were guests. Dave and I were guests right. on another podcast called Trial by Vinyl, where they were discussing two uh, Billy Joel albums. And we were we were like jury panelists on this podcast, along with Christopher Bonanos. And so the host of this podcast was asking Christopher about the rankings of certain songs that we were talking about. And I was just standing there with like my my hands covering my ears in case he was going to talk about ones that that I hadn't heard yet, because I want to be able to guess purely. Uh, but luckily that he did like one song, I think, and then that stopped and we moved on to something else. Yeah, we got lucky. They were very polite about it because I said, no, we don't want to hear, you know, uh, but yeah. So they were the thank God because I was like really upset about it. So you wanted to talk about also uh, because it's in the seas that song "Country Boy," which is a country song. song. Are you sure it's called "Country Song" or "Country Boy"? The song that I think people are talking about is "Country Song." When it's on lists of Billy Joel songs, we're talking about it. It doesn't really have a name. It was something he just seemed to play live one day. There's like a bootleg recording of it on YouTube, and he's doing a Johnny Cash type impersonation with really sarcastic lyrics that make fun of like the redneck themes of country music. I'm sorry. I was, there's another song called country boy, which is a hassle song. So I guess you haven't, you haven't listened to the, uh, it's on YouTube as country Western song. That's what it's called on YouTube. If I had, I can't stand country Western. So I probably just turns it off immediately. Although of course it is Billy Joe. So you do want to hear a little bit of it, but I have not known. Yeah. I mean, you might've liked this one because he's actually making fun of their music. So if you like hate country music, you're like, yeah, these guys suck. It's all about like getting into fights at bars and shooting somebody and uh, how you hate hippies and college kids. I do hate hippies. <laughs> See, there's a cross section there. You, <laughs> maybe you should listen to country music. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. So that song obviously did not warrant an episode. It was not a real demo or unreleased track. It was something he was just doing live one day. Do you have any other comments from uh, people on Instagram or anything? Yeah, actually, we got an interesting comment on during the Captain Jack episode. We talked about Don Kirshner and user Autumn B. Melody pointed out that Billy Joel does a Don Kirshner impression on the track 
Glass Houses promo talk from the My Lives compilation. Really? Yeah. How did we not catch that? That's so well, cool. Because you wouldn't know. It's like the that's, that compilation has like what, like three out three CDs worth, and this is like near the end. It's buried in an eight minute long track oh. where he's talking to his. Produ- I think it's to um, Phil Ramone maybe about like doing promos for the glass houses and he keeps trying different things and making fun of the whole process. That's cool. Well, you got to like these listeners. They're really good. They're they're going deep into the, my lives, you know, uh, like just the three hour talking stuff. I like that. Right. They know their stuff, (laughs) but it's good. They keep us honest. They let us know about the things we might've missed. Uh, Dave, I'll play you uh, this. It's like a 30 second clip of him doing the Don Kirshner. You can let me know if this is a good impersonation or not. Hello. Welcome to rock concert. Right. There you go. Billy Joel is an artist I have followed for many years. His suburban type lyrics, hard driving rock, troubadour, balladeering style has made him a household word. Now, debuting his new album, Glass Houses, Rock Concert is proud to present the hard driving new sound of Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Don Carson will do it like that. Exactly. It's awful. It's awful because it's like he's not even doing Paul Schaefer doing Don Kirshner and he doesn't have the Jewiness to it. It's more it sounds like more like Father Guido Sarducci that used to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that 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 was awful. So not one of his better impersonations. No, and he's usually really good at impersonations. There's so many tapes where he does really good impersonations. And like, I mean, his Ray Charles imitation is amazing, but this or his Castellan imitation. But uh, this one uh, <laughs> is uh, not good at all. It's a, it's actually uh, disturbing. <laughs> oh, OK, well, that's good to know. Um, it's so cool to listen to it. And you got, listen to this entire track, Dave, because he also tries out. He's like, what if I do like a promo in, as like a new wave song? And then he makes up a fake new wave song and sings it like he's the talking heads or something. Oh, cool. Oh, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I will. I'll listen to it. Thank you. Uh, who who pointed that out? Autumn be autumn be good. Yeah. <laughs> autumn be melody. That's a nice name. Yeah. Oh, and we should talk since you love Sete Toi. Uh, we've had a couple people say how much they love the song too. User DW28 says it's their favorite song, so they're with yeah. you on that. Yeah. And Twitter user Mark Cali8 said he loves this song, and so he's really glad that we're kind of into it, and he would put it in his top fifty. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely would. It's just, it's unfortunate that that French part is so disturbing, so disturbing <laughs> that it it ruins this this wonderful melody and really great song and great lyrics in every other way. But uh, the French song is, the French part is almost unbearable. Yeah, totally. Uh, let's see, I have a few more comments here. Um, you know, if we could get Rick Springfield, uh, go on, sorry. No, we have to get Rick, Rick, Rick Springfield to, on. Oh, no, I'm just uh, to, re- to re-record Satetua. He seems to really know how to do the French properly. <laughs> Tell me what you're talking about. <laughs> what are the words? I got it wrong, I know. No, that, that was it. But he, he has the other people sing the French. Yeah, but then what was his line? I said it wrong. No, no, I think I think you got it right. I said, tell me what you're talking about. It's I think something that's else. what it is. Now yeah. I've ruined the song for you. Now I've changed the lyrics in your mind. No, you did good. Don't talk to strangers. Baby, don't you talk. You know they'll only use you. Uh, what is the matter with me? Was that your Don Kirshner impersonation? No, shut up. Hello and welcome to the Don Kirshner Rock Concert. 
today I have I discovered a couple of fellas and they're going to perform Dust in the Wind. Please welcome Kansas. Kansas proves with their latest album, Monolith, that Kansas is a band to be reckoned with for many years to come. Here's the platinum band, Kansas. So on the song Christy Lee, user Pepsi Collie or Pepsi Coley says, I always play the demo version and not the final release. Yes, we are with you on that, Pepsi. That is the definitive version, the demo version. Yes, we all agree on that. Pepsi Coley also says that uh, she saw Billy Joel perform Christmas in Fallujah in Australia in 2008. She was at one of those shows. That's the one we like, the Australia version. We prefer that because he sings it. Right. And she said she didn't even know there was this other version because she bought the live single that they sold in Australia of Billy singing. That Yeah, they, they released it with Billy singing there. So it was probably more of a hit. Yeah. So on the song Close to the Borderline, uh, we talk about the critic John Peel and how harsh he was to Billy Joel and read that hilariously bad review. And Twitter user Emma Tofi was shocked by this because she's a huge Billy Joel fan and also a huge John Peel fan. And she said she's shocked that, uh, that what uh, John Peel did for music was incredible. And he was a total legend, even though he is wrong about her beloved Billy. Yeah, I mean, I, it was very clear that this guy just had a beef against Billy Joel. He probably doesn't have any problem with his music or anything. He just this, you know, everybody who is great at uh, being a, a, a either a DJ or or an author or, or like a magazine writer for you know Rolling Stone or something, they all have one person that gets under their skin, whether it be because. They had a, a a squawk with that a squall with them or something, you know, one day or if he didn't come to the radio station to play and he went somewhere else, you know, it's probably just as easy as that. Yeah. And clearly something happened outside the concert that made him think when he was when you're talking about the fans using their gold cards and he's so angry because he met a couple of girls from Long Island who are like, you know, who are like uh, Janice from Friends. Oh, my God. You know, if, they, if you're meeting those kind of people and those are the fans, that's probably what's stuck in his craw. And he's like, this is awful. What this is. <laughs> these aren't fans. These are crazy rich people. And they probably just rubbed them the wrong way. I guarantee that's all it is. Yeah. Who hates Billy Joel? One thing that we brought up during the bees wrap up is this idea of doing a live Zoom show with our listeners where we talk about the songs and play music and have comedy and just a big Billy Joel extravaganza. So after we broke that news, we posted a poll on our Instagram to ask people if they would be interested in tuning in to such a show. And the response was overwhelmingly positive. We have a 98% who said yes, they would tune into that kind of show. That was 49 yes votes and oh. one jerk who said no. <laughs> That was my mother, probably, but she. Uh, I was just going to ask you, it's 98%, but it was only two people voting. So, you know, but no, it was a good oh, sample size. We got 50 votes. That was that's great. great. Oh, well, that's great. That's really great because I wasn't sure what, you know, if uh, people were into it, but that's cool. Yeah, let's let's just put it together. What are we waiting for? Yeah, so we're going to do that, folks. We're going to we're going to get it together. Um, we'll get you more details. Just keep following us online on Instagram, on Twitter, et cetera, for all the latest news. And we'll let you know when it's going to happen. And we hope that the 49 of you who said yes will actually come through <laughs> and show up. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So, Elon, what do we got coming up for the D's? What can we look forward to? Uh, I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. 
Well, there's only two songs. There's December Song, which was an unreleased song from the Cold Spring Harbor era. And then Don't Ask Me Why, the big hit. Isn't that funny that I've now heard two unreleased tracks, I believe two, from the Cold Spring Harbor, or maybe three. Three. But I still haven't heard a legitimate Cold Spring Harbor song. You're the only person in the world, actually, who that's true for. Isn't that awesome? Who else could say that? Of course, you have heard these songs. You've just forgotten them. You barely have heard them. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see if you find some of them uh, like familiar once you do hear them. I just get the feeling I'm going to like it because it's probably much much more piano based again, which we'll talk about uh, Julian Villard about after after the D's, which will be you know tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but exciting stuff coming up. Two songs in the D's, and then the E's, and there's nothing good there. <laughs> We're so screwed. Help us, stay with us, folks, till we get to. I still. What song is it? Yeah, I know. It's still rock and roll. It's still rock. <laughs> I'm I'm doing a don't go changing on it. It's still rock and roll to me. <laughs> is it? It's still rock and roll, or just still rock and roll to me? It. I believe it is. It's still rock and roll, but you know when it comes to you and the anger people feel about you, that Downeaster Alexa is not in the D's. Oh my God! How many Instagrams or Facebook messages do I have to write? Hey, it's all on Elon. <laughs> Elon decided that's what we're doing. People are furious. Well, listen, they, uh, as furious as they are now, they're going to realize as we get into these D's that down Easter Alexa is not there. And so it's going to really be a tidal wave. And I think our D's wrap up is going to be a lot of discussion about how angry people are about that. Okay, so we'll wait on that. But uh, yeah, we have a lot to look forward to in the D's. It's only two songs, but they're both very interesting. So check that out. And of course, we have our great guest, Julian Villard, coming up. So uh, listen, folks, thanks for listening to us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Billy Joel A to Z. Make sure you leave us a five star review on Apple because that is very important. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll see you guys next time for our first D song, which is December song. Until next time, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Billy Joel A to Z.